0: You know, obviously, I don't live in America anymore. Um, obviously, it was from there. You could tell from the accent. No, I'm not Canadian. Um yeah, I thought so, you were uh, Australian. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> good day, mate. No, that's not right. I'm not going to do accents. I already do enough bad accents on my Our stream. Our listeners just left. We, <laughs> yes, we won't do bad accents on the podcast, I promise. I'll save it for Twitch. Howdy and welcome to the very first episode of the Dissident Waves podcast, the podcast where we review video games from a radical perspective. My name's Nave, and I'm joined by my um, long-time friend, Sam. Say howdy, Sam. Howdy. Howdy. And today, for our very first episode, we're going to discuss the much-beloved cat game that has swept the gaming community.
1: (laughs) Uh, the official title cat the game the official
0: title cat game yes <laughs> um no the official title stray um by b12 uh, or b12 perhaps um yeah an, gosh, indie, sure. an indie company i actually not sure either i I, yeah. I, meant to lo- I meant to look it up at one point but i just never did <laughs> you know how life you know how life is but um yeah the the cat game essentially um yeah i don't know about you sam but for me this has been one of those games that like you know they kind of teased it years ago i think yeah. i think when i like i think i was saying to you you know months ago maybe um it was like teased on tumblr back when tumblr was relevant yeah <laughs> no offense to anybody who perhaps still uses it but tumblr um, was the shit back then <laughs> it was the shit wasn't it like it was just like so avant-garde but anyways it was teased on there like um i remember yeah, i remember you mentioned it yeah, yeah i remember seeing it was just a. it was a very basic shot like it was very pre-production and it was just one yeah. still it was like a proof of concept basically yeah and it was just an alley shot um it wasn't very like detailed you could make out that it was an alley it was like you could tell that it was like cyberpunk like aesthetics yeah right and you could you could see a very like a uh, a little cat model um it wasn't very detailed but you could tell like it was a a tabby you know Um, But you you couldn't make up any more than that. And then it came with like a bit of a description. Oh, we're building this game about where you play as a cat in a cyberpunk world. I remember So
1: that that was the actual like announcement that they were building. Yeah. And it was,
0: I honestly, the thing is, I don't, I've never heard of this company before. So I don't know how, you know, how, I know it's an indie, indie company. Yeah. But I don't know how, you know how many games they produce what they what they made yeah. in the past you know what their like workload is obviously this would have been years ago if, if i was still on tumblr um <laughs> so it's been in development for quite a long time but mm. obviously it ticked all the boxes for me you know me you know me very well sam so you know that, yeah like, yeah i'm a, Cats, a cat cat cyberpunk. cyberpunk you know like <laughs> basically yeah that's a, you know that's about all you need to know about me um so you know it's ticking all the boxes so like obviously when i saw that i was like oh shit i can't wait but then i thought okay well it's an indie game it's probably never coming out it's just a really great concept and i i I don't want to say i forgot about it because i obviously didn't forget about it but then obviously because it was so many years ago you just you don't think about it and then all of a sudden um i saw something earlier this year and it was like stray and i was like wait a second i know this game i know what you're talking about i can't believe this yeah. is actually happening um that might have it might have been last year i honestly can't remember time is yeah, so I goofy think, to me these days t- these days i think it, i think it was revealed in i want
1: to say it was one of the playstation state of play mm, i think it was that they did yeah and i think it i think it was last year because i think yeah. i kn- I'd known about it for a while because i never saw the tumblr post mm. or the like the concept mm. art um but it's awesome that it was kind of first like advertised there but yeah yeah, yeah I think it was, like, a year ago in a state of yeah, play. Yeah, well, that it sounds was... right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but obviously that brought it back, you know, into my memory. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. But then even then, <laughs> it still didn't have, like, a release date. And mm. and I know they, they they did another state of play with it um, a few months ago, actually. And, um, um and yeah, it didn't, it, again, it didn't have a release date. There was a lot of rumors uh, that was coming out in July. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and I had, it in my, <laughs> I had it in my PlayStation wish list for a long time. But even then, it was just, it, you know, the status was just announced. Um, oh, wow. So, oh um, so, yeah, I was really obviously very excited. Um, I think yeah. a, a couple of months ago when they said, oh, yeah, it's definitely coming out in July. And yeah. in the day after my birthday as well. So, you know, I was like planning oh, to like, just literally spend the day after my birthday doing nothing but cat game.
1: This game is made Which, for you.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was I feel like in a lot of ways. Um and but I'm so I'm so like and we'll talk about it, but I just feel so happy that so many people have like grabbed onto it and that it's captured yeah. their imaginations and like it's insane. Like I've I've been streaming on Twitch for a long time, you know, and um you see like you see new games come all the time, and you know, yeah. when a new game drops, it's obviously got a lot of people watching it on Twitch, watching people um, stream it on mm-hmm. Twitch. um And usually, there's a, a fairly steep drop off, right? So, yeah, you know, a game will drop, and then on the day it's it's dropped, you know, you might have a h- couple hundred thousand people watching it um, at a, at a time, and then you know, in a week's time, it might it might dwindle down to like even just a thousand. Yeah. um which you know is it's just the state of you know. How yeah, it's kind of that uh, you would expect that really, um, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Some something, something new comes out. There's gonna exactly. be a lot of hype around it, and then it exactly. kind of just fades away, doesn't it?
0: Exactly. But I remember when I that because I I did stream I did do a bit of um bit of it on the day it launched. Um, which here was horrible. Because, I mean, the game was great, but it was horrible here because that was during the heat wave. If, I don't know if you oh if remember. Yeah, it was so hot. It was like 36 in my apartment. So if, if there's any Americans listening, that's like 90 something. But the difference yeah, is we yeah. obviously don't have air conditioning in Britain, which yeah. is a horrible experience. I um, mean,
1: even, even today's like mm. <laughs> they're recording, it's been fucking hot. I've literally got two fans mm. pointing directly at me today just to, just to cool stay you cool. you down, <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's another bad one and I think it's here to stay. But like... Mm. So I only did a couple hours, but partially because it was so so fucking hot. Oh, sorry, so hot. (laughs) We're swear. I'm sorry. This is the decision. It's gonna happen. We're we're gonna have some swear words in this podcast. Um, This is mature audience. Mature audience. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Partially, it was because it was hot, but also partially it was because I knew from I did I avoided most reviews, right? Yeah, Um, Yeah. I did see, you know like that reviews had happened <laughs> but mm-hmm. i i didn't look at them really um but i did see i think on an instagram post on angian or something that um yeah they said it was like five and a half hours long so i knew it was yeah. gonna be re- relatively a short game which okay. you know you could easily do in one giant stream if you wanted to do um yeah. but i and I, i'm sure there are many people who did that i didn't want to put it down to be honest um so i could have easily done that but then also i felt kind of like okay well i've been looking forward to this game for so long like if I finish yeah. it all in one sitting, I'm gonna just be really sad that it's over. Kind of like savor it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's what I did. But, but yeah, no, it's just been it's just been so great to see. Because when I started when I started on the on the day of the launch, when I went live, you know, when you when you put in your category, it will tell you how many people how many people are viewing. Yeah, um, right. And it was yeah. something like two hundred something thousand when I was looking wow. at that time, which is a lot more than I expected for um, yeah a, an indie game. Like I honestly like I saw that's that with really Elden Ring actually. I saw that with Elden ah, Ring, but yeah. I didn't see that with like. There's very few games that get to that level. Usually, it's like the competitive games, like DBD, those those sorts of things. And You yeah. see constant viewers that are that viewerships that, that's high. But I thought, oh wow, that's amazing! Look how many people are just like really, you know, engrossed by this like very yeah. cool concept of a cat game. Like that's that's, oh, that's so that's so great, and it's just nice to see like that. You know, for an indie game, it has drawn that attention. Mm, yeah, but yeah. Then, but then the following weeks, cuz I, I split it. I did I did it over three streams. Um just to kind of split it up. Um so once a week basically. And on the second week it was still getting like 60,000 average viewers, which is insane for like That's crazy, like, yeah. It, obviously a drop off, but like n- normally it's a lot steeper than that. Like 60,000 would still put you in one of the top um categories on Twitch. So like that's yeah. that was insane to see and you know it was still um, I don't remember what it was on the fu- the last Tuesday I did because to be honest I was just so excited to like play <laughs> um, but it's just it's it's so rewarding I don't even, I don't even have a stake in it but it's so rewarding <laughs> to see that they're getting like the gratification no. and, like and it's the game's getting the love that it deserves yeah I um, think there's
1: always something with like seeing an indie game do well i think mm-hmm. this is not because because you know it's like a smaller team yeah you know a lower budget it's it's much nicer to see a game like that succeed than a, like a big AAA game from like mm. ea or something like yeah that.
0: yeah 100 i would absolutely agree um yeah. and yeah so i i it's it, it's been great seeing all of that mm-hmm. um i guess before we actually start any conversation i think I just want to kind of say to our listeners, uh, I want to keep saying viewers because that's Twitch brain, but um, <laughs> yeah. it's, to our not, listener, a to it is, <laughs> it is, no, you'd think it'd be easy, but it isn't for me. Yeah. Um, I know like I, I, I ramble, All I, you know me, Sam, we've been friends for like over a decade now and you know I'm prone to rambling, that's I love talking, like I'm very, you know, with, with my friend groups, I'm very, very, I'm very much an extrovert. But when it's, yeah, like, yeah. With, with strangers and people I don't know, I'm very introverted. <laughs> so, this, so this is actually a really weird thing for me. Like, not just, yeah. obviously, this, but Twitch as well. But um, I feel like
1: Twitch is, like, perfect for you, though. Because it's, like, you, you can kind of be an extrovert, but you don't have... Like, you know people yes. are watching, but they're not there yeah, in the room with
0: you. Yeah, it's, it's worked out well because it's, like, I i can just talk forever literally i can yeah. just i can just never <laughs> shut up and i'm sorry um listeners you will hear this um i will just go on <laughs> and on and when you think i'm done i'm not done um so, stamina yeah. so is, it, uh, it, it does work on twitch because you know you know you have to oh, have that. otherwise you get the silence and you know it's be... i'm i am not like i have no problem with um listening to people like who have big gaps of silence on their on their stream but like a lot of yeah. people are put off by that i guess for some weird reason yeah i don't know yeah. why but it's just one of those things but anyways before we um, go into talking more specifically about the game, um, I just wanted to say um, spoiler warning. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to really. We're not, I'm, our aim isn't to like uh, to talk about very specific. We're not going to cover like the the specifics of the ending um, or mm. do any mass spoilers. But I think you know to have a conversation about this game and the world that it builds. Um, yeah. it's impossible not to cover some minor spoilers. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if you're if, if you're like me and you want to avoid all spoilers i beg you save this play the game enjoy the game and come back and let us know <laughs> yeah. and let us know how you Will feel about wait, it please. yeah we'll be waiting you know you let us know how you feel like what your thoughts are but <laughs> yeah. um but because that was me that was me i was on, honestly all my fr- like all my twitch friends were streaming this game right um yeah. and i wanted to support them i wanted to be in their in their chat but i obviously didn't want spoilers <laughs> so yeah, i was, I was yeah. doing this thing where like you could turn off the on the app on your phone you can turn off like the video so it's just like um audio only and then i would stay for a little bit say you know hi how are you how are we de- how are we all doing and like the second i started hearing things that i'm like mm, is that a spoiler i was like nope gotta go bye <laughs> i <I'm out. laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm very much like a no-spoiler kind of guy. Not with everything, yeah. but with things I really care about. So. Yeah, no, definitely. So no hard feelings, but do um, do come back and let us know what you think about. Um, <laughs> I guess with that warning, I guess we can talk about the game. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, but I think before we actually get into the the meat and potatoes, um, <laughs> we can talk. I, I think it, it'd be good to kind of have a very quick and like overview of the plot of the game. Um, yeah. I, I, I obviously, I've played it, and I imagine many of our listeners will have played it. Um, Sam, you haven't played it. <laughs> but you're I've enjoyed your streams. Yeah, you've enjoyed my <laughs> streams. Exactly, exactly. I've played it through you. Exactly. That And that's what I hope many, many people who join my stream feel. Um, it does, and honestly, for me, it does feel like they're playing with me in a lot of the games I play because I'm such a shit gamer. <laughs> I'm completely reliant on people's help. Um, Wasn't
1: it the... Not to get to your topic, but didn't you um play the quarry? And oh, yeah, were, like, yeah. I love choices it. in the chat.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. And I love that. I love that aspect of those types of games mm-hmm. um, because it really, like, it does feel like you're gaming with other people as well. Um, yeah. And, I, and it was part of the, you know, this as well. I remember you in the chat as well, specifically in, in Stray, <laughs> um, helping me yeah. to, <laughs> try and get into the redacted. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, basic, basic summary. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it's honestly, I, it was... This game is meant to be five and a half hours, but it took me seven. <laughs> that should tell you what all like that should be enough. you know I'm, <laughs> there's some moments of inspiration and some moments of stupidity, but you know that's that's part of my that's part of my brand um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. so the game stray, beautiful game yeah, um, yeah. opens in this kind of like uh, would you say like post-apocalyptic kind of world everything's yeah. kind of like it's very bright um, everything's like all the buildings all the ar- architecture is like crumbling but it's green it's very yeah. verdant like you can see that it, nature's kind of reclaiming would you say it's kind of like it's kind of like The Last of Us isn't it? Yeah um, that's
1: exactly what I was about to say because like, yeah. The Last of Us is a very similar aesthetic where like you said it, like nature is kind of reclaims mm. like the earth <laughs> mm. and like you have like you know Grass splitting through concrete mm. and things like that, and uh, yeah, that when I was watching you play it, that was like my first mm. thought. I was like, "Oh wow, this is very Last of Us." Which no. I love that series. So. um
0: well, like my a, like... thought was, even though I haven't played the game, my thought was, this is just like the new Kirby game because <laughs> all I could remember, like from the promotion, is like that kind of like very green, kind of like yeah. apocalyptic kind of view, which yeah. I personally think is really, really beautiful, like in 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 a, in a yeah. eerie way. Um, but not mm, to get too mm. sidetracked because I'm prone to <laughs> a tangent, so I'm trying to I'm trying my best, Sam. I'm trying. My We're gonna do best. like an hour on on honestly, Kirby now. Honestly, we might. Um, but basically, yeah, it opens into this very green. Um, post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world um you play as one of the uh, you play as a cat but in the beginning there's three other cat friends you're hanging out with and you're genuinely just chilling you're doing cat things you know you're jumping on things you're exploring things you're sleeping you're cuddling you're like you're just doing cat cat shit basically um
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what they should have called the game. <laughs> Doing catch Doing
0: catch it. Exactly. Um <laughs> I think it would have sold stuff. I mean, honestly, it would have done the same I think. Um but tragedy strikes. Um yeah. you get separated from your um family. Very tragic yeah. moment honestly. I honestly I thought I was going to cry. Not going to lie. I you get emotional. I literally like <laughs> I was biting my lip because I thought I was going to cry. And I was like, I'm, I'm not, a pr- I'm not prone to crying on stream. I have cried on stream and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I'm a manly I man. I, I, you know, men can cry. That's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. not a problem, but I didn't want to cry within the first five minutes of the game because I, if I started that way, it would have been that the whole fucking stream. And it, you know, I, I'm sure nobody would object to it, but like, it's just, it would be ridiculous. Come on now. Yeah. Um, I think
1: I, I think I tuned in pretty early when you were mm. streaming it and, uh, yeah, it was like, you were just emotional from the get-go. You were just like, oh my god, I think you were just so, like...
0: So overwhelmed.
1: You, yeah, when you're like... I love it when you like when you get so hyped for a game, and that moment when you're like, it's here, I'm playing it. Like, I had that randomly with um, Halo Infinite, which, again, mm. different type of game, but I was so hyped for that game, and I just remember, like, being like, oh my god, I'm fucking playing this game. Yeah. Like, this is, the day has come.
0: So that's exactly that's- it. That is the feeling I was having, and then also just, you know, my love of cats and, like you know the, the fact that like when you start the game you're you're with all these other cats and you're like you're just having a really beautiful life yeah and yeah like, in the back of my mind like i'm enjoying i'm i'm like as you say you you're playing a game that you that you've hyped up for a long time you've it's finally yeah. here you're playing it but then also in the back of my mind i'm thinking uh we're gonna be something bad's gonna happen because we don't there's no other cats in the in the demos and stuff um <laughs> yeah, yeah. so something bad's gonna happen <laughs> You've um, seen the it, trailer, you know. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> you know, you know what's gonna happen. And and it did as <laughs> as it as it did, it something bad happened. I'll I'll leave it to your imagination if you haven't played. Something bad <laughs> happens, and basically yeah. you, the cat, find yourself um in a very dystopian, very dark, um, mm, very mm. abandoned, um rundown, like dystopian cyberpunk city. Yeah. Right? You're all alone, you're a bit injured also a te- tear tearjerker for me every time the cat was like a bit injured <laughs> um, oh yeah you like limp right i would That's limp like it limp was so animations. heartbreaking yeah it was yeah. so heartbreaking to see um and yeah basically f- the f- from that point on um the story revolves around you trying to escape um get back out of the city get back and reunite with your friends um mm-hmm. and just get back outside basically um and along along that line you're like You're meeting new people, well people, robots. You're meeting new robots, um and you know, making friends and helping people um as you as you try and achieve that um that goal. Mm. Um Mm. And that's, that's literally, that's the story. I mean, I, I mean, yes. as a brief overview, that's, I think all you would need to know um, at, strictly at that point, like, yeah. um, without, you know, without spoilers, That that's essentially, that's essentially the story. Um, yeah. There we go, podcast it's... done. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. wrap it up there. Let's wrap it <laughs> 20 up. 20 minutes, we're all good. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but obviously there's a lot more to the game than that. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that. But before we yeah. go, like, de- delve into like, the world that this because that's what i'm really interested in talking about is like the world that this game developers yeah. built um yeah. and like the story and that sort of thing but before we do any of that set that aside for a second can i talk okay. to you about the mechanics of this game sam you tell me about it tell me about it naif honestly this game the developers did such an amazing job at trying to capture not just like all the behaviors of a cat, because yeah. I imagine that's a fairly simple thing to do. You yeah, can, yeah, yeah. But to integrate that into the mechanics of the game, to like yeah. make it make it meaningful, like that is they they've done a really great job. Like uh, just to start with, um, dedicated meow button. <laughs> literally, literally, there's a button where you can meow at any time. <laughs> and it's not a gimmick because obviously i mean you can use it anytime it's fun but yeah. it, it also it does serve a purpose in the game so yeah yeah um you can use it yeah. to kind of like distract or attract enemies that sort of thing yeah um which is very very useful um and very clever very clever yeah. a cat would do you could see a cat doing that you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah just because yeah it's just it's it's beautiful and then the thing that like really warmed my heart was the head bumps you know that thing that cats do when, oh, they, when they're you like rubbing that. them yeah that. you only a few times only in a yeah. few su- situations um but you can do a head bump um i don't know what is that what they call it like when the cats do oh. that rub i themselves? know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah, really like, know what i'm like talking about my yeah
1: ca- my cat does that when it, if he's been a bit hungry yeah almost, <laughs> like is, is that is that like classic thing where you you're like you're standing in the kitchen mm. and then you just suddenly feel them like kind of head bump and then brush past your yeah, legs. Yeah, exactly. To get your attention.
0: That's it. and they built that into the game and you know, uh-huh, you get so to good. you get to do it in the beginning with your other cat friends which makes sense, but there were a few yeah. um robot NPCs you could do it with as well. And it was quite it's quite heartwarming because um the robots in this game, anyone who's played it will know um what I'm talking about, but they have a very like analog build to them in a way. Like yeah, their their yeah. faces especially look like uh like a i don't want to say like Tamagotchi, it's it's even. like retro yeah ex- exactly it's like <laughs> retro futurism it's like yeah, that um yeah. it's like you know a giant jo- basically a tablet but like as if it was designed in the 80s you know what i'm saying yeah like, it's kind um, of like
1: because aren't there like uh they're like facial features quite yes exactly right? so they
0: get pixelated facial features but like that's how they express their emotions which i think is quite creative as well mm, because mm. they speak but they don't speak like well, I mean, obviously the cat doesn't speak English. They might just—they might be speaking English from the cat's perspective. Who That'd knows? be amazing um, if, like, yeah, you, you hear it from the, the cat's perspective. Lore. So you just don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe that's, it. maybe that's it. Maybe we've cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, they have like facial uh, expressions, right? And they those can change depending on what's going on in the game. Um, yeah. But I remember one moment where like I, I was able, as the cat, to like head bump one NPC. Um, and like it changed to a heart, and it was like heart eyes. It was so oh, cute. I was so just cute. like, "Oh, that's exactly how I would feel if the cat like did that to me." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The other really one of the other cool um, mechanics I found really interesting was like the scratching. I know I said it a lot in the stream. Um, I was yeah. playing on I, I I was playing on PS Five, um, so obviously got the Dual Shock controller. Mm, um, mm. And the feedback that you get when you're scratching is insane. Like you have to press the yeah. L two and the R two button, like one after another basically to scratch yeah. um as because yeah. you know the l2 would scratch his left hand yeah you know what i'm saying um yeah. and it you genuinely felt like you were scratching it's crazy how they managed that like it, yeah it, it like, was really crazy uh, all of it like
1: because uh, i don't have a ps5 mm. um but honestly like the one th- like thing that's been selling the ps5 to me is this controller that mm. it, like what's it called the dual sense this one I yeah think called. yeah like it just sounds like amazing. Like it sounds so. I don't know. Like immersive. Like this mm-hmm. controller. Um, and you can get it for your PC, but they don't integrate a lot of those cool features. Which is a shame. Yeah. So it kind of feels a bit pointless. But um, yeah. I think I was watching when you first started scratching, and your reaction just kind of set it all. You were it like,
0: was. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. It was. It was a shock. And um, but the 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 beauty of that mechanic though is it like. It is very much a cat behavior because, you know, you can come up to a rug, you can come up to a post and you can just scratch because you want to scratch. And it has no like purpose in the game other than, you know, you're just scratching because you're a cat. (laughs) (laughs) But also there's a, they they built that in. And I suspected when you first were introduced to scratching that it might be a mechanic. But I, I, they, you know, you can do it on doors and windows and sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes the door will open if you do it, um, Uh, which will obviously unlock a new Area to explore, which I thought was a you know such a creative way to get a door open because a cat can't open a door. Yeah, um yeah. So that's that, what cats do. There, that's what they exactly do, isn't it? exactly. So it was you know oh, that I game. really appreciated <laughs> that. I mean, it was insane. Like the the amount of thought that had gone into that. um Speaking of knocking, like just knocking shit over. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> and I mean I mean it in two ways. So obviously you know you can if you jump up on somewhere and there's like a glass or whatever on or a pail or whatever on the mm. ledge you can you can press a button and you can just like slowly you tap it a bunch of times you can sometimes you have to hit the button a couple times because you hit it once and it moves it slightly over the ledge and yeah. you know you really feel like you're a cat just about to knock that mug over <laughs> and some of it's like that and some of it again has no purpose other than just chaos some of yeah. some of it is there is a reason for it and it like helps you progress in the game mm. um but also the other aspect of cats knocking shit over. So you know when cats jump up onto tables or jump up onto counters or oh, sorry, um, yeah. Uh, sometimes like they don't necessarily intend. It's not like an intentional thing, but like they'll jump up and they, as part of the jumping and landing, like they spill something.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is
0: totally what happens in this game. Like you jump up on oh something God. and all of a sudden things are flying about you and like your <laughs> cat like you. You kind of look around the room and you're like, "Oh shit, oopsies." Oh well, what do you do? Yeah. Like, you're a cat. Um, which it's I so funny was... with yeah, yeah like no-going.
1: that. I was just gonna say it, it is so funny with cats though, because like they're they're such like agile creatures, but they are so clumsy at the same time. Mm. It's amazing like how oblivious they are to like mm. I always find like, and I'll probably keep bringing my cat up <laughs> as, <laughs> as you like should. a comparison. As you um, should, but he like um, would just like. When he turns around, his tail would, is bound to hit something. Mm. Like, and I feel like they they don't really have much
0: perception of their tail sometimes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And it like that tail is going to be knocking something off eventually.
0: It's just going to happen. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, they really captured that aspect of cathood, if that's a word, cathood. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, um, in the in the game as well. Um, one of the other things that. I, it's kind of, it is a pointless mechanic in the sense that it doesn't do anything in the game, but it, it does something for me or for other players. Um, is your ca- like the, as the cat, you can sleep in certain locations. Like there's sometimes there's cushions, sometimes there's like a scenic area and you yeah. can literally just nap, do a cat nap. And as you do uh, it, like the game, like you go, you curl up into a little cute little cat ball, right? Yeah. And yeah. like the, some music starts playing and like the, the camera kind of slow pans out. And mm. like, it's just really, really cute. Um, and then you, you know, you wake up and then you do the big stretch, which is so adorable. Yeah.
1: Um, did you find that, like, when, when you did that, like, so that kind of weirdly reminds me of um, Death Stranding. <laughs> a, a weird comparison. But... <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm curious to see where you're going with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, do tell. So in that game, um, you know, that, that game's all about, like, uh, deliveries and mm. things like that and traveling across, like, landscapes. Mm. And you, ha- you, can, you can do the same thing where you can just rest and sit mm. down and kind of, like, get mm. asleep. And the game um, kind of like gives you a prompt that when you're doing that, that you should also take a break. So I was wondering if they oh, that's if that really kind sweet. of brought astray. Where I like... don't know,
0: actually, because the, and that's a very good question. So if if anyone listening knows, please let us know, because I, I genuinely don't know that um, because I was, you know, obviously I was streaming it. So I think it would be different if I played it on my own. I probably would have allowed it to like sit on sleep a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, go get a drink. Um, while, while yeah, exactly. But then, you know, when I'm, you know, when you have an audience, you're kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to keep these people waiting, and I, <laughs> yeah. and I already, I already make these people wait for screenshots. <laughs> I took like twenty something screenshots in this game, all on stream, and like I'm like, sorry, people, you, you gotta wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll carry on once I get the angles right. Wait, um,
1: what you could do, you could turn your channel into the, one of those like sleeping yeah. channels while while your cat. Honestly, napping.
0: just with a cat, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it's really peaceful as well because the, not just the music, but like the cat will purr sometimes. It's oh, very yeah. beautiful. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Um one part of the game that I like I didn't sleep at every location that you could do. I mm. think if I do if I play it, well, I definitely will do another playthrough in my own time, I think. Yeah. But um yeah. when I do that, I think I will try and, and, and do that just to see. But yeah. um one of the things that really stuck with me was um in one part of the city. You are, you know, I'm just exploring. And then there's this dude, this robot dude, the nice cowboy hat, just like lying (laughs) on, a, I think he was like sleeping on a bench or something. But then, you know, the cowboy hat over his face, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can jump up on him. And when you do it, like you start to sleep. Um, And it's really cute because... You jumping up on him wakes him up, and like he he jumps up a little bit, notices what like that you're a cat and that you're on him, and then his face turns into a heart, and then he goes back to bed. Oh. It's so <laughs> cute. Like yeah, no, I i I love that little that little bit. I love um, that the
1: the robots in this game they they seem to have like you know usually when you think of robots mm-hmm. they're emotionless and things yes. like that. Um, and it's only in a a few sci-fi things like star wars Mm. the robots tend to have like emotion Mm. so i love that in this game even though the robots they still have those like affectionate feelings towards a cat
0: you can tell in this game that they picked up a lot um of human behaviors and i mean obviously probably would have been coded for that but yeah um but even there are, are odd throwaway messages that were like i think there was one point where like there was a greenhouse or something or some place where they kept plants and they were like well, we don't actually need plants um because we don't breathe and we don't eat <laughs> yeah, so but, yeah. but we the humans like made them or raised them and i i would like to think that they would like us to keep carrying taking care Aww. of them so i mean yeah it, the robots in this game i think you know obviously it's all about the cat isn't it but the robots <laughs> yeah. are actually really good standalone characters like they're very yeah. fascinating like they all have interesting backstories they're all really funny names as well <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, the robots are great. The other one of the other things I wanted to say was, um, speaking of the robots, actually, one of the um, cat-like f- uh, mechanics you can do, and it serves no purpose other than chaos. Um, mm. You know how sometimes when you're walking around your house and the cat, your cat's trying to get your attention, and it will just sneakily and quietly like um, come up between your legs and trip you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that in this game. Basically, <laughs> if you walk in between the legs of any of these robots, they will fall over. Oh my god. And it, so it's, offensive. I, it, one, it's kind of funny, but also it's kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> but like i i did it a couple times because i was like oh no because i saw i think i saw a tweet or something that said oh that, that you could do this but I, it never occurred to me to do that yeah um so i think the second time i went on um i was like no let's let's test this uh, are they lying to me they love to lie to me on twitter let me test this and um no sure enough you know they fall over they and they not gracefully either um so i you know i felt a bit bad because i'm like oh well that robot was nice to me i don't know why i did that um <laughs> but again it's like cats feel (laughs) no i don't think so because i also well maybe but also i don't think they are intending to trip anyone over i think they're just walking and they don't realize that people aren't agile as them i swear Um, cats
1: always do it the worst times as well like again my cat it'll be like when I've just made a cup of tea, you know, I'm mm. holding a hot beverage mm. and my cat just decides to come trip me up. Like when mm. I'm leaving the kitchen, like they, mm. they like to pick their moments.
0: They do. Yeah. It's, it's, I love cats basically.
1: Oh yeah. Same. Um, same. This
0: is going to be a podcast about cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: just cat related media. Cat related
0: media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's just a long list. I'm really sorry, but there's that many good mechanics in this game. Like they've really integrated cat behavior, but th- this is the last one I'll say. Um, yeah. And it's not one I've actually tested, but I saw a video of it. So I know it's like legit. Um, I saw a clip on Twitch. So there's a part of a city where like you're exploring, right? And mm-hmm. there's there's rubbish all over the floor because it's like run down, whatever. But the, you can get your head stuck in a paper bag. And what happens to the cat when that happens is like your controls are inversed. So like you're like because if you have imagine a cat like if you if if you've ever like put something over a cat's head they they, yeah. they, they start to like go a bit wild don't they a bit they freak feral out they yeah, just, like, yeah yeah they get their head very...
1: like stuck in a a bag or a, exactly a a bag they just really don't like yeah. they freak out
0: yeah which understandably I would probably too if I was them but <laughs> yeah. um it really does capture that like freak out moment because you're trying to like walk around but then all of a sudden you know know, you're not you're doing the opposite of what you want to do yeah yeah Um, which i thought was
1: orientated and
0: yeah which i thought was really funny um and i know i said that was last but i mean this isn't technically a mechanic (laughs) it's more about a feature of a game but i just think that like it's important to say like obviously stray is a platforming game primarily it's about you know getting to from point a to point b you know creatively um yeah creating, yeah yeah let's let's go with that word yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but the thing is, the thing that makes this one a bit unique is like obviously cats can climb things in ways that humans can't do so you mm. know they, they they get to design the the level in a way that only would work for a cat um that's cool yeah but also when you're when you're sneaking under like a, a gap or like through a through a hole um the way that the camera shifts your focus it yeah. kind of makes you feel like you're crawling under that hole, because um, it kind of right, like changes okay. it, it changes you to the cat's eye level, and kind oh, of like it just okay. makes you feel it's really immersive. And I'm just like, wow, they actually really thought that one through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you know that that's 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 like the point though. They they really did take everything about being a cat. Yeah. And somehow integrated that into the game which is yeah. you know beautifully done and i think if they if that was it if that was the whole game you know that in itself would have been a really interesting really cute really funzy mm. um you know cat simulator game whatever yeah. it would have, i'm sure people would have still played it it would have been great yeah but it wasn't just that it's also set in a, like a cyberpunk world and yeah. you know that was that was the intent from i think the you know from years ago when they had first announced they were making this but I, I thought, you know, it's an indie game. um, It's an indie company. They're going to have limited resources, limited mm-hmm. staff. They'll probably appropriate, like, the aesthetics of Cyberpunk. Like, throw some neon lights on there. Yeah, uh, like yeah, some dark, pretty lights. Yeah, pretty lights, you know. <laughs> Bit of and rain. Call, yeah, some rain and call it a day because, you know, all, at the end of the day, they're trying to make a cat platforming game. And, yeah. you know, that doesn't necessarily, although I would say to make a great game, you do need to have a great, like, story. But, you know... Yeah that as a proof of concept isn't strictly necessary, is it? No, no, but they didn't do that. They, they, they fully leaned into the cyberpunk, um, genre. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. And I, you know, we'll talk about that, but you know, you know me so well, Sam, like cyberpunk is, Probably my favorite genre. Not my only mm. favorite. Like not like the only genre. I well, like read, play, watch or whatever. But yeah, it is probably yeah. one of my favorites. One for of my favorites of reasons. definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. Shiny lights, pretty lights. We love neon. I love the pretty light, um, yeah. I'm bit, a big fan of, of neon. Bit of neon in my room at the minute. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not because of that. It's because of like, as a medium, cyberpunk is exceptional at, at reflecting our current world. Um, yeah. And kind of like not just showing how, you know, where the world, you know, where, where we're headed, um, you know, one possible trajectory of, you know, where we're headed. That's not necessarily just that. I mean, there is an element of that, but it's, it's more taking things that exist in our current world Mm -hmm. and using metaphor, hyperbole, um, and kind of exaggeration and kind of just like putting putting that in a magnifying glass. Exactly. And like, um, and it's, and it's a way for like, players readers viewers or whatever to kind mm-hmm. of think more about okay well how is this you know how is how does this reflect our world because you know nothing's yeah. nothing com- nothing comes from scratch you know right. everything we create be it uh, cyberpunk or fantasy or whatever comes from something in the real world yeah. you know it's we base it in our in our own experiences our own memories our own you know um, yeah. stories we tell each other so you know nothing is from nothing is from scratch yeah yeah and um they really let let um, pretty hard into this, actually. Not when mm. I was like thinking back, like, well, when I was playing it, but also thinking back, like, oh well, wow, actually, they they got something really good here. Yeah. Um, I think you know, as a cyberpunk story, it kind of tells a lot about the society that that the, the the people that used to live in this game in this game world um, built, and yeah. the world that their robots inherited, because it's very much. Uh, I say that intentionally, like these robots really did inherit this world, not just in the sense that, mm. OK, well, the people that made them are gone and they're just left. But also they've kind of assumed the roles that the people assigned them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we'll talk about that and what what I mean by that. But like it is very much they've just continued on as if nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean, not, not, not like nothing happened, but they just, you know, they picked up the mantle and carried on. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's coding, maybe it's whatever, but, um, but they really did inherit this world. And it tells a lot about, you know, what, what kind of world was created and maintained. Um, I think one of the very first things that stood out to me playing this game was that this is a society that is very, has very rigid class divisions. Mm. um, And those divisions, you know, are, are, are mirrored in the way that the this the world is created so the the game takes place in a city right yeah. Um it's a, it's a domed city it's a sealed city mm-hmm. um you look up in the sky and it's not the sky it's like the cover it's this it's like the dome um it's dark ah, it's yeah, dark yeah. and there's some lights that look like stars but they're not actually stars they're just lights yeah. um and this the the city itself is built in like three tiers um right. it's very it's very much like I don't if if you've seen it. It's very much like the 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 film Metropolis, the 1927 film. Um, oh yeah, Fritz Lang is it? Um, have you seen that?
1: um it's just the german
0: yes, yes this is yeah, i'm sure that yeah. there's been many many uh, you know a- adaptations or remakes yeah or i think itself it, itself was based on a book or something yeah um, i know but...
1: c3po is based off the robot
0: yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah this is it actually that's that's all i think about every time i see that yeah. um but for our viewers if you if you're not familiar with it it's it's very quickly it's it's a story that's set in i like this a dystopian future um it's set in, would you believe it or not, a metropolis, a big city. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> yes, I know. Spoiler. Crazy. I'm glad we figured um, out the title. <laughs> <laughs> I know, honestly. A lot of thought gone into that. Um, and in this metropolis, um, the rich, the powerful, the industrialists, the capitalists, they live um, in towering skyscrapers that reach up to the clouds, Right um yeah. and the working class the poor they all live under the city and they toil mm. away labor um to do all the work that's required to make that city work um to maintain the city to maintain the economy whatever um but they obviously don't reap any of the rewards um yeah. you know and there's more to the you know there's more to the story <laughs> but obviously that's the that's the gist of it um the world that, that 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 um that story builds and this one is very I think I think the um b12 developers really took inspiration from that because they also created yeah. a very rigid um, class-based society that is built in a city that has tiers like that yeah. so yeah um when you when you well not when you start the game but when the bad thing happens to you the very first place you end up is at the bottom of the city right and mm-hmm. at the bottom of the, the, the of the city is the, the lowest tier they call it the slums which you can imagine what that means i mean it's mm-hmm. very it's a very neglected part of the city um there's a lot of poverty the people there are very um very poor and, and mostly just left to themselves. Like they're not cared for by anyone else in the city. Um they're literally seen as disposable. Um right. and not just in the sense that like it's it's genuinely a part of the city that is quite literally seen by the the other upper two levels as a place to dump their shit. Literally their refuse. Um <laughs> oh my God. Like their their waste material. Um they just throw yeah. it in the slums. Um but it's also like a place where they put excess population so basically um anyone they don't need to maintain the city maintain the economy maintain what uh the mode of production is right yeah um and that's very much that's actually i mean obviously you know that i think when i was when i was playing this it really made me think well this is actually kind of reflecting our own society because um obviously people in this slum not everybody was unemployed in the slums they they were i say they were left their own devices and by that i mean they weren't part of the economy they had some of them you know made roles for themselves they made jobs whatever um and they did their little gig things which you know is what keeps them alive yeah um, yeah and keeps them you know i guess robots don't yeah i don't know what robots need i'm not sure if it's (laughs) fully explained in the story but um (laughs) but um they do need things and so they they've they've sorted themselves out essentially but there's quite a lot of people in this part of the city that just don't have any uh, like jobs and it's very much like our world now where um, you know, we always have, we're, there's always a percentage of people, whatever, whether that is 4%, 5%, in some cases, 20 something percent, depending mm. on the country of people who are unemployed. Um, and as the famous Todd Howard would say, that's actually a feature and not a bug, um, because <laughs> actually... <laughs> <laughs> you like that, did you? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, that was a good one, was it? Yeah. Um, that is a feature of capitalism because it requires this um, this group of permanently unemployed people. And it might not always be the same person, but there's always a group that will be unemployed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the, the function of that is to keep the group that is employed in check, basically, if you think about it. Um yeah, right. basically what it, it what it allows the, the the people in power, the industrialists or whatever the capitalists, whatever you want to call them, um that keeps them; they're they're. It's a, they're able to use those people as a wedge to beat um, ordinary working people with. Whenever they say yeah. you want say you want to unionize in your job, oh, getting rid of you. Yeah, say yeah. say you you're ass starting to ask for a pay raise. Nope, we'll get rid of you because yeah. how can we and why can we get rid of you? Well, because there are literally quite literally millions of people who are out of desperation will quickly snap that job up and they will. do, yeah. they Because they're so desperate and because they have no income they will happily take what you're what you're being paid even though that's not enough you know what i'm saying they'll happily yeah, accept yeah. 45 hours even though that's not you know that's not sustainable yeah, for you no, such desperation exactly and that's yeah. the function of them and that's why we always have some and you know it's so funny when when you hear certain politicians say oh well actually it's great look at we all, we got a four percent unemployment rate well four percent is a big amount of people like if you think about yeah. it like obviously they're not taking four percent of the total population but like it's the working population but you still you know in a country of like america for example where there's literally 330 million people yeah and let's let's say 200 million of them are of working age four percent yeah. is a lot of fucking people that's you're talking yeah. about millions of people who are forced to live in like absolute misery yeah Um, yeah and to say nothing yeah to say nothing of the people that are actually working in also living in misery but just you know slightly less misery but a different or maybe a different kind of misery is a better way to put it but yeah um and if you... I mean, I, I don't want to... I mean, obviously, I don't live in America anymore. Um, obviously, it was from there. You could tell from the accent. No, I'm not Canadian. Um,
1: yeah, I thought so, you were Australian. Mate. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> good day, mate. No, that's not right. I'm not going to do accents. I already do enough bad accents on my Our stream. Australian gonna, listeners just left. We, <laughs> yes, we won't do bad accents on the podcast, I promise. I'll save it for Twitch. Um, but... If you if you if you're if you're at all like familiar with what's going on in America at the minute, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, hospitality jobs, um, uh, retail jobs that are trying to unionize at the minute. Right. Mm-hmm. Starbucks is a big one. Yeah. So a lot of work, um, independent Starbucks around the country are trying to unionize. But one of the tactics that Starbucks has been using to beat that is to literally fire the people who are the union, like we're organ- trying to organize in the workplace. Um, they literally fire them. Um, and some, you know, some states, they have different, you know, laws about, you know, how, whether you're just allowed to fire, but a lot of states in America are what they're called at will states, which means basically they can just fire you with no reason. Um, (laughs) it's just, yeah, whenever they want to. It's um, no
1: wonder these people are trying to unionize, right? Exactly. <laughs> honestly,
0: exactly. Um, but so so Starbucks is a tactic. They'll use that. You know, they'll just fire you if you're trying to organize. Um, there are also some extremes where in some cases, in, it's not just Starbucks. There's some other um, companies as well that are in the news for saying, okay, well, once, once they actually get the vote to unionize and just there was, I can't remember if it was Starbucks um, or if it was... It was something like that, but just at the day they were about to announce the um, the results of the whether that um, store was going to unionize, the 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 store owner said, "No, we're just going to shut the store down." Um, obviously, <laughs> they're not going to shut it down permanently. What they're going to do, and I suspect what they will do, is they will close the store, fire yeah. everybody, and then start over with new people. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. and that's that's exactly you know the kind of world that this this is depicting is a world where there is this excess, you know, people who are seen as disposable, people who are not valued. Um, People who are put through hell basically just to serve the functions of capitalists to use that to be used as weapons basically, Mm -hmm. Um, which is you know one of the big ways they they do divide us, Um, and you you know me personally Sam you know me for you know a very long time as I've said but. Obviously, I used to be one of those people, you know, um, who was you know, structurally unemployed for quite a long time. Not through yeah. my own fault. I mean, obviously, was searching for jobs, um, applying yeah. for many, many, many jobs. But the difficulty <laughs> as a person who is structurally unemployed is like once you're unemployed for like a certain amount of time, it's very difficult to get employed again. Yeah, and that's how they yeah. get you. Like, that's how they get you. So imagine the misery that all, like millions of people in all of our, all, all these countries, you know, go through just just to be used as weapons. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's, you know, that's one of the things I thought about when I when I was exploring the slums in this game and seeing these people. And I was thinking, OK, well, this is actually, you know, they did a really good job. I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily intentional, but some of these things when you're building a game or you're building a world, you include things that reflect the world you live in. And it's not always intentional, yeah. um, but it doesn't mean that we can't learn from them or, or, or like reflect on what that means, no because um, it's like holding them when you when you make a story, you're kind of in a way. Um, holding a mirror up to your own society. Yeah, um, definitely. And yeah, And that's yeah. very much my view on this, on this particular game. Um, it, I, but I, I, no, I was no, just gonna go, say not it not so like going
1: to say, um, I find it like amazing that the, this game has like that much depth to it. Cause mm. like, as you said earlier, earlier that, you know, they could have made a cat game capture simulator mm. and people would have flocked to it. Absolutely. And then you have, and then you have like the cyberpunk element where again, you could have just done the neon lights, yep. the rain, the, yeah and night look and again that would have, been another... would have been enough for a lot of people Yeah, like but it the still fact... would have been a great game but the They've fact it gone, had gone over yeah. Mm. yeah it's just fucking like it's, it's just insane yeah. yeah yeah
0: i was i you know it's what i would ho- it's what i wanted in a game but not what i expected you know what i'm yeah. saying like it's what if if somebody were to say to me oh we're making a cat simulator game we're going <laughs> to we're going to use we're going to set it in a cyberpunk world what would you want and this is what i would say yeah um, yeah and Normally, they would say, No, let's <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. that's, no. Uh, we're gonna stick to the, th- we're gonna the, stick to the safe stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. so I, you know, I mean, obviously, there's so much more, but that is, yeah, again, one of the things that when I was reflecting on this game after, you know, during playing it, and also once I finished, I was thinking they really did more than they needed to do, which was, you know, yeah. in, in ways is great. This is what makes it not just a iconic cat game but actually i would say probably one of the better cyberpunk stories even wow. if it wasn't intending to be a cyberpunk story you know yeah um like if, even if that wasn't the main aim like the, the world they built and the stories they're telling through that world mm. is ticking all the boxes for like what a good cyberpunk story should yeah include. yeah um yeah so i mean i i'm i obviously love it <laughs> i have a lot yeah. more to say <laughs> 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 um <laughs> Yeah. So I guess that that's the slums. So that's the the bottom tier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, you prog- as you're progressing through the game, um, you're trying to get out of the city and to get out of the city, you're trying to climb up basically. Right. Yeah. Um, so after the slums, you, you progress on to the middle of the city, the middle tier, which they call Midtown. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is your, um, this is your the industrial heart of the city. So this is where the main corporation is um, is is located. The Neko Corporation and Neko Corporation. I don't know how they pronounce it. Okay. It's N E C O. I thought N-E-C-O. it might be a funny, uh, fun play on um, the Japanese word for cat, which is um, N-E-K-O. But then I don't, I don't know if that was intentional. <laughs> Maybe. I honestly don't know. I was, would, I would hope so because I think it's. funny. Yeah, that would um, be cool. But um, but yeah, so that's where the corporations um, centered. Um, it's very much your traditional kind of grungy, run down, neon lit, cyberpunk like city. This is where like it you get most of the uh, like neon lights basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that work that live in the city are mostly working class. It looks like like they they if they don't labor for the um, the Nika Corporation, they work in one of the many 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 storefronts. Right. Okay. Um, so. Uh, it's obviously you know, got your uh, your traditional you know cyberpunk like criticism of you know hyper consumerism flashy mm-hmm. like advertisements and, or advertisements I don't know we're in England now. Um, <laughs> and yeah it's very much that um there's not much i'm more I, I i feel like i need to say about that because i think there's been so much said about you know hyper consumerism and yeah and you know how it's depicted in cyberpunk games but yeah um yeah. but this is very much your traditional part you know this is what you would look for in a cyberpunk kind of like mm. set world the only thing i will say is and it's not something that occurred to me i mean obviously we all have our own blind spots whatever but um i mean i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not unfamiliar with the with the the concept but um it's not something that you know for better or worse actually probably for worse it didn't occur to me during during playthrough but one <laughs> thing i saw today actually on tiktok um um was there are some people that were kind of criticizing they love the game they're not saying anything bad about the game they're just saying yeah. you know and, and i think it looking at the pictures they were showing i think it's more about this part of the city as well right um, okay. they're saying like they kind of fall into the the trap that a lot of cyberpunk um things uh, media does and that yeah. is basically um kind of uh techno orientalism where it's kind of like it adopts like yeah. Japanese looking things. Yeah. And yeah. you know it's get that people, like Blade Runner. Yeah, exactly. And, that's the that's yeah. the that's the you know like the archetype of that basically. Yeah. And yeah. and to be fair, I'm I, I I think I actually agree with that. Um mm. that I I mean uh, obviously I have no, I, 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 uh, if it's, I mean, it gets, I'm a voice on the, I'm on your podcast, so you don't know, but I'm a white guy. So I, I mean, obviously have no stake in it, but, yeah. um, but I can see why, you know, that would upset some people. And actually it is really unnecessary because you really don't, you yeah. do, I mean the, I think the, the criticism was that uh, they have a fake language, right? Like an artificial language, but it looks yeah. very much like Japanese. Um, right, okay. and they could have, they could have just done something slightly different. And yeah, also yeah. like some of the, you know, uh, Japan doesn't own neon lights. That's not what the criticism was. That's not what <laughs> yeah. that was. It's more about yeah. like, so, you know, some of those kind of like lanterns um, that are you really only see in like Japan. Right. Okay. They kind of use yeah. that as well. And it's just like, okay. Um, I definitely you know i'm not going to say you're i'm not going to say you should you couldn't be upset by this or feel like um objectified by this that's not my that's not my place yeah. um, I, I can see why somebody in that situation would be um yeah, yeah. and you know i can also see the, you know why they could just replace those they don't they don't strictly need those types of things um, no. but it's 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 not something that's unique to this game it is more of a broader issue with the cyberpunk um, genre yeah, definitely. And i think yeah. and i think you know it's something that the genre as a as a whole probably should you know work on going forward. Yeah. And it doesn't really it doesn't really detract from like the game itself. Um it's just something that, you know, pe- I think developers who are also probably I don't know where B twelve is um situated. I, if I had to hazard a guess I'd say probably America. Um yeah. I'm but I don't, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Certain. Um but maybe they you know you know they have blind side, um as well. But that's the only thing that I guess I would I I would have added to this bit of the city is, is that conversation. But again, it's not something I can speak on because uh, uh, it's yeah. obviously it's, not, it's, it's, it's something to be aware of maybe, but not, you know, something I can speak on because it's not, yeah. you know, it's not me.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And then I guess the, so the, the, th- the third tier, the, the top tier um, yeah. that that leaves us with is um what they aptly call the control room. And it's literally from here where um, the rich and the powerful would have ran the city they literally had control over everything um security energy um you name it everything was directed from there and it's a very it's very different like it's a very different look and feel um from the other two tiers they all all of the tiers have their own um subtle differences i mean the slums obviously is very run down there are some like neon but it's very run down Mm -hmm. you know then you get as we said midtown with you know the traditional cyberpunk kind of like um neon hyper consumerism kind of advertisements everywhere yeah um but the control room is very white it looks almost medical in a way Oh wow it's 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 white and clean and tiled the only Mm -hmm. robots you find there are janitors um and they're just cleaning um they're just probably that they were just the remnants of they were just there cleaning while the humans but when they still existed um were just running running the show yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it it's it is very much like you can see and you and they have this big panoramic, and I took a lot of screenshots as well. They have this big <laughs> panoramic view of the whole city. You can see all the tiers um in one. Um yeah. and you can see how the city's laid out, and you and it really like again, that's I, I mean obviously you see it as you as you're progressing through the game, but when you look at that from a bird's eye view, you're like, Yes, you can see the very, very clear class distinction, the very clear division of the city. Mm-hmm. Um and and how how that works um yeah and the you know and the aftermath of some of the decisions they've they've uh they've they've made from the control room right um but yeah so that's that's the that's the that's the world that's the that's the city that we that that we play through um very class um divided as i said um but one of the other um features which you know comes up a lot in cyber um cyberpunk games um and cyberpunk you know novels into the genre in general yeah is that um mass surveillance and policing right right okay so um when you enter midtown right the middle section of the city mm-hmm. the one of the very first things you see is a police robot um oh, right. man manhandling uh a suspected dissident if you will a suspected <laughs> somebody who knows a row an alleged rogue what right. is your crime wanting to leave the city why is that a crime who can say um <laughs> but yeah so you you it, it really shifts the the vibe because it's slums you're kind of you're you're meeting people they're all kind of like whimsical in a way mm-hmm. um they're all really interesting characters there's a lot of artists um right, cool. and they feel like a very insular community um and then you leave that and you enter this world that's very you know very very materialistic like we said but also you know it's a very vibe shift. It's no more it's no more fun. I mean it's a fun game. Obviously you're having fun playing it, but it's like, oh, the people that are living here aren't having fun. No, um, yeah, yeah. They're literally like the police are everywhere. They're manhandling people. Um, there are different parts of this um city you have to explore and you know, infiltrate and you know, whatever to progress. And it's very much like, oh, if the cops or the cop drones see you, they'll kill you, they'll shoot to kill. <laughs> oh um, my god. No questions um and the blade runners yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it's very much like yeah it's very much like that um and also uh in this in this part of the city in midtown there's a jail which you go through as part of the story and Mm. um and here you meet a lot of inmates a lot of robots who are in prison for you know various reasons or whatever um a lot of them happen to be people who didn't want to like i think people who wanted to go outside basically yeah um, so they yeah. were kind of like rejecting the system so like they were in prison because they're like dissidents if you will yeah, um, yeah and it's really tragic actually because some of them that you meet are so damaged um they are wow. literally some of them have had their memories wiped some of them oh have been God. tortured to the point where like their, their data is corrupted so like they're alive but they're not like they're not themselves and there's no yeah. way that even if you help them escape like they couldn't integrate back into their old lives because they've been, you know, so damaged through abuse and and whatnot. Yeah. And it's it's really that, yeah.
1: I was gonna say that that like that's that's really cool. Again, like um, uh, we kind of like touched on it earlier that like you know traditionally robots are seen as like emotionless, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it's so cool that like they're using uh the robots in this game to again like reflect like things in society about ptsd and Mm -hmm. people been um broken down mentally and and Mm -hmm. and like that that's so like i don't know that's just really unique like that's not something i can't can't think of anything else
0: where i've seen that no and it's something that you know if if you were an indie developer who didn't want to take big risks um and you just wanted to kind of like create a cat simulator game in a, you know, and, you know, a neon world. You didn't have to include any of that. You didn't have yeah. to have any because they don't portray the police in a good way. No, <laughs> I'm being no, honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, I, and good for them. They shouldn't. But, like, no, yeah, making but a point. It, there's it's very clear that they are very bad and they're yeah. hurting these people for no other reason than control. Um, and you know, it really does reflect the world that we live in. Obviously, um, police brutality is a big thing, not just, you know, obviously you hear a lot of stories out of America, but it's not just America. Um, I mean, the saying is all cops are bastards, not American cops are bastards. It's literally (laughs) all of them. Um, (laughs) and you know, we have the same issues here in Britain. I mean, it might be on a a different scale or the issues might be slightly different, but they're still targeting poor people. They're still targeting, um, black and brown people, marginalized communities, um, exactly women. Um, so, you know, it's very much that is the type of uh world we live in and Mm. it's being reflected in this game because that you know even though the humans are gone these robots have assumed the positions that were made for them and just carried it on um
1: yeah yeah, and and it's
0: exactly and and and, and it goes beyond the police because that's one aspect of the control um because and and it's no it's no in my mind it's no accident that the the police are really only in midtown right they're not in the slums um because you know the, the saying is oh they're protect and serve right well they don't protect and serve do they they're not okay. here to help you and me they're not here to help working people they're here to control they're here to maintain the the system and the status quo right mm, they're here to protect mm. private property and to make sure everything's functioning as it should be from the minds of the capitalists right this is why they're not in the slums the slums are full of people who are not valued people who are seen as um disposable uh surplus you know, in excess, whatever. Yeah. No, there's no police there. They have their own guards. They are not, you know, they're not military. They're not police. They're just, you know, they protect the town. They make sure that the baddies stay out. You know, the baddies being, you know, something we'll talk about later. Not robots. Um, st- <laughs> stay out oh, yeah. of, stay out of the city, basically, right? Yeah. Um, they don't serve a policing function, right? In mid and there's no, no, obviously no policing control, um, control room because w- they don't need them. They mm, don't mm. because the function of the police is to control um the work control working people and to maintain the status quo right so that makes sense why they're only in midtown where the working class is centered where the corporation's centered right yeah um and i and the funny thing is i don't actually imagine they they intended that is the reason why they only put the police there but it's again a reflection of the world we live in um it's a reflection of the world we exist in um and That's, you know, that's very much why, you know, you break in, if you break into Nico corporation, they will shoot and kill you on (laughs) site because you are committing theft against private property. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're they're there to protect private property. Um, And I think that's such a, it, it's something I wasn't expect. I mean, obviously, you're expecting to see enemies. You're expected to see, you know, yeah, obstacles yeah. in a game. That's the point of a game. If the d- game didn't have obstacles of some kind, it would be boring, wouldn't it? But no, yeah, the fact that yeah. they deliberately chose the police as the obstacle that is quite interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know, it was really like, uh, wow, they really didn't have to do this. No, uh, yeah. They could have. You could. They, they could have done some generic thing or whatever. Could have been dog. Just dogs. Just dogs. Could have been dogs, whatever. Exactly, dogs <laughs> and cats. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they didn't. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, and I think this kind of leads to one of my other kind of like observations about the world, um, that this game developer built and, and that is, and it might become a very, very naive thing to say, but, um, (laughs) actually the villain in this game is actually the capital is actually capitalism. Um, the villain (laughs) in this game is the Nico corporation, right? Yeah. So, um, my, my one question for you, Sam, and obviously you haven't played the game, but you've seen me play some of it. Yeah, you know, You're know you familiar with it. Where'd the humans go, Sam? Because we mentioned, oh, yeah. yeah, we mentioned <laughs> that they're no longer there, but why aren't they there, Sam? I'll tell you why they're not there. <laughs> so in this world, this city was built by humans. They had robots, yes. They had robots to help them do things that humans didn't want to do anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that's fine. We could talk about automation, whatever. That's it for another day. We're gonna set that aside for now. <laughs> yeah. um, I have enough to rant about. But, <laughs> um, but the Nico Corporation, I think essentially that's what this city um, is centered around, right? Yeah. Um, there's, you know, they they basically everything is is being done to maintain that corporation and what it's doing. One of the byproducts—I don't even know what they were producing. It's—I don't think it's ever made clear what they were actually making. Um, I think they probably make a lot of things. You go into a factory and you see a lot of like machinery and like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um So they were probably producing a lot of the things that the city like uses or whatever. But mm-hmm. one of the side effects of that is they were—they had a lot of waste, um, waste material, and I think probably it was probably just because of overproduction. One of the problems yeah. with capitalism is. Um, they, it's not wired to produce what we need it's 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 focused on um uh surplus extraction and and um, maximizing profits so sometimes that means producing more than what society actually needs you know right, a million yeah. types of toothpastes, a million types of um what coca-cola variants or whatever yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know it, anything you know more than anyone more than we can actually consume in, in, in any given year you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so and with all that comes all this excess waste I and mean, what were they doing with the waste well i said at the beginning uh, when we were talking about the slums they were dumping the waste in the slums right yeah and that for them became a problem not because of the people li- that lived in the slums not because it was harmful for them um they didn't care about that no but not because moral it was reasons. no not for moral <laughs> reasons it was for logistical reasons because In a sealed city, there's a finite amount of space, isn't there? Yeah. And when they were dumping the rubbish into the slums, it was accumulating as it would do. And and it was eventually to the got to the point where it was kind of threatening um, the other tiers in the city and they couldn't have that. So what they did in a (laughs) comical way is they decided to genetically engineer, bioengineer a type of bacteria that could break down that kind of organic material. Mm. and then they let it loose in the slums and it did work but then the trouble is um it, well it did it did and it didn't work um it did eat it did eat some of the trash right mm. but but then it started to mutate it in itself in uncontrolled ways unexpected ways yeah and it kind of it morphs into these kind of like weird kind of sentient almost not not sentient in like in the sense that human sentient but sentient and maybe like it was very aware of its surroundings right yeah yeah um and they're like these little bugs almost yeah Um, and there's millions of them they're literally everywhere and they're and it's not just bugs that's one aspect of their life cycle it hasn't really been fully explained in the game Mm. because you know there's a lot of slime they look almost alien in a lot of ways (laughs) that's one of the first things i thought is oh wow is, is this an alien yeah um and there's a lot of like slime proto like if you're thinking like nasty like it's almost like uh, to be really grim it kind of looks like afterbirth like you know like um, placenta <laughs> kind of shit it's really oh, wow. grim. it's all over oh, the God. it's all over buildings and stuff like it's oh, really shit. grim okay. and there's giant eyes as well it's just like it's really weird it's yeah. very curious kind of thing but um, but but basically yeah so that's what it kind of it, it it got out of control and it mutated into that and then it started to be able to consume humans. And that's where all the humans went, because uh, it it got out of control and it started oh eating God. everybody, and it was very Shit. effective at that. It's obviously cleared them cleared them out. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, this game takes place, I think, several hundred years after that happens. So they've been gone oh, for wow. a very long like time, like hundreds yeah. years. Yeah, so they've been gone oh for a very God. long time. Um, And the robots are left and, you know, they were safe for the longest time. But then I think, you know, briefly before the game starts, the the bacteria has mutated again and now it's able to eat um, hard metals. Um, So, you know, the people who live in the top two tiers, they're kind of fine because there's no bacteria up there. Mm. Um, It's all just like located in the slums. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the, the bit of the slums where you go um, and you start to meet other robots um, is kind of sealed away from the rest of the slums and they're kind of like that's where they're like that's why they're sealed away that's why they have their guards and whatever to keep them them out because they can eat them now um and yeah let's think about that for a second though sam imagine what that actually means right so instead of (laughs) just changing their mode of production yeah so as to not dump shit into the slums they chose to biologically engineer (laughs) a bacteria to act as a band-aid, masking a problem that they themselves have created <laughs> so that they can continue to produce things as normal. And for yeah. what? For profit, Sam, for profit, <laughs> because they couldn't let that go. They literally couldn't let that go. No. Yeah. And it's really funny because I'm, I mean, I'm laughing, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having a good time. I'm not smiling <laughs> and you know, I'm smiling, but it's not funny. Yeah. Um, um, but, as a sci-fi, as a um, this, you know, this is a very sci-fi example, right? Yeah. But but the same kind of logic can be kind of seen time and time again in our own world, yeah. right? If you think, for example, just take one example, um, climate change. Yeah. So demonstrable. Yeah, this is it. Demonstrably, yeah. ca- the capitalist mode of production has been shown that it is changing. It is driving the changes in our climate that risk making large parts of our own world uninhabitable. And instead of actually addressing the, the root cause of that, the fact that it's, you know, that being overproduction, reliance on fossil fuels, etc., cetera, mm-hmm. uh, loads of other, you know, lo- loads of other factors tied into like the capitalist mode of production. Yeah. Um, instead of addressing any of those in any real meaningful way, um, what do we get offered? We get nothing. We get carbon taxes, which means nothing. Yeah. Um, we get, uh, targets for 30 years time by which it'll be f- i mean it's already too late to be honest i mean they're still <laughs> yeah. they're already they're still opening new fossil um uh, fuel extraction sites They obviously i mean that's one of the big things the biden administration has done since the war in russia you know and germany as well as now opened up um, a few a uh, few new coal um, factories which you would think is insane in the 21st oh, century but God, yeah. um, that's the world we're living in and wh- and you have to ask well, why are they doing this It's because they don't actually want to address the issues they what they want is to maintain the profit accumulation that's what they want to do anything that we need to do to address the actual issues is untenable to them because it would mean the end of the status quo yeah yeah so they if will offer fix us their a... wealth then exactly and it's, it's like so, no we can't do that <laughs> exactly so it's so not so it's not oh let's let's sort this out and you know do, i mean it's a bit too late now but i mean there's things we could do to mitigate um the fallout of it yeah but we can't do that because we have to keep producing capital we have to keep producing profit mm. um even if the world could end <laughs> i mean the world's gonna be be fire- here forever. Yeah, well, not forever yeah but you know long beyond us but you know we might not be um but they can't break out of that logic in the same way that the Nico Corporation couldn't break out of the logic of overproduction. No. They would rather do all these weird, weird, goofy things just so to act as a band aid, so they can maintain um, their their business model. They have yeah. to do it because they literally can't. They like, they can't stop themselves. No. Um, but yeah, it's very you know, it's very it's dark and it's depressing. Yeah. But, yeah. But but you know. Actually, that's not what this game, you know, the game isn't, I mean, it is dark and depressing in ways, but, you know, one of the final observations I think I had from, you know, towards the end. And I won't, again, I said, I said earlier, um, we won't, we won't go into the specifics of the ending because I think you need to actually experience that yourself. Mm. Um, I did cry. Um, it was the <laughs> first time I, I actually cried on stream. I literally, um,
1: when I saw that you tweeted, because I, I missed this yeah, stream. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I saw uh, you tweeted that you had, it and I was like, all right, I need to find the uh, VAD so I can see this.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, I thought it was probably going to come um, during this game, but, like, yeah, I couldn't help it. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, if you haven't played it, you need to play it, you need to experience this. We're not going to ruin it for you. But what I will say is that the game really ends with a very powerful message of hope and, and liberation as well because, um, you know, it shows that if you break down the barriers between us and open the world up you know you can really create something new Mm. and that's what that's that's basically where the game ends which is you know a very beautiful message um amidst of what is a very dark you know story really yeah Um, yeah and i think that's you know not all cyberpunk um games do that actually not a lot of cyberpunk uh, you know sometimes you know it's enough you know for a cyberpunk story to kind of just tell a story that is dystopian to show like because it's holding up a, a mirror to our society. So, like, you know, you don't necessarily need a happy ending or a good ending. No. Um, because, to be honest, if you're trying to tell people, that, you know, this is the issue with society, sort it out. I mean, it's a call to action. But but in ways, I really appreciated this because it is such a very um, positive message, not just for hope, but for liberation. Like, literally, um, freeing the people who are trapped in the slums. Yeah. Trapped in the um, in Midtown, opening the world up and just you know building something new for themselves. Because at the end of the day, the robots that exist—they were programmed by humans, and um, you know they have a lot of their own characteristics. They started to develop their own world themselves, their own like culture. Uh, it's a very minor part of the game but some of the things you see um and i wasn't initially going to talk about this but it's um it's now occurred to me but um is they they've started to develop their own society in the sense that they're making their own art that is not human art that is very oh, different wow. from human art they're yeah. making their own music that isn't hum- human music yeah. um so that you know they're really at this point in the game coming into their own as a, as a people and as a society mm. um, they're still shackled to the society that the humans left them mm. but um by the end there to a the point where they could leave and they could go off and build their own society in the, amidst yeah. the ruins and i think that's such a beautiful message yeah um, yeah of like making a finite break with the status quo and you know even if the world is you know lo- the old world is dead uh it doesn't mean that it's the end you know what i'm saying so I yeah think yeah a, it's a very beautiful game and you know it's a very beautiful uh, message to end on um as a game yeah um and yeah, I definitely cried. I definitely <laughs> cried. But yeah, I mean, that's. I guess that's all I wanted to say in terms of the reflection, Sam. I don't know if you, um, if if you have anything that you might want to add about um, anything um, we've talked about, or you know, I know I talk a lot.
1: <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's because it's, it's interesting hearing all, all that kind of insight. Because I, I, I imagine I, <laughs> like. Because I like I haven't played this game, but I, mm. I do want to get around to playing it. Not it's sure? game that I've been excited for. Um, but I I feel like if I play this game, I would. There's certain things I pick up on, but it's kind of mm. nice to hear like, it 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 can go that deep that this game. Mm. Again, we kind of mentioned that like this this could have been a cat simulator and it would have been fine, been. but it's just like the fact that they just took it that extra mile. I think it's just mm. so impressive and like mm. and. And it also feels like, um, you know, that those messages are there if you want them, if you know what I mean? If you want
0: them, yeah, yeah. They're not like shoved in your face. They're not like, it's, I mean... uh i could just hear it now some like right-wing troll will be like oh it's a woke game they said it's a woke game (laughs) um and you know it's really it's not that i mean it's as you say the messages are there if you look for them yeah yeah these are what i kind of this is my interpretation right this is you know i might i'm talking shit to be honest um this is (laughs) this is what i'm seeing and this is how i'm like reflecting and relating to this world right yeah yeah um and I'm actually quite curious to um, hear other people, you know, see, you know, other people who've played it, if they've picked up on things. Because I certainly, you know, I didn't go for a completionist run on my first one no um i think if i do it again i would do a completionist run because i'm sure there are bits that i missed and things that i would think back on i'm like oh, actually this is a really interesting bit i think especially with you know with the you know the throwaway comments we i made about the um, robot art and stuff i think if i paid more attention to that there would be more to say about all of that but yeah yeah but i think there's a lot you can t- and this is the point it's not necessarily this game this game is a beautiful game a great game for all those reasons you said yeah um but i think you could find this in any game really if you thought about it yeah if you, ref- if you look if you play a game and you think reflect back on it critically mm. in a way that you know you're, you're not just taking it at face value you're really kind of thinking what what did they mean by this or, yeah. what, not necessarily what did they mean by it in the sense did they deliberately put this in there because a lot of the times it's not deliberate no, a lot yeah, of the times yeah. when you're creating anything whether it's a story whatever um you're just taking the world that you know yeah. Yes, you might be changing the setting, you might be putting, you know, into a fantasy setting or a fake setting or whatever yeah. you want to do, but it's still tied, it's still anchored to your reality. You can't yeah. create something that you don't know. You no, can't yeah, create yeah. something that you don't have any ties to. It's, it's yeah. impossible. Um yeah, so it, that yeah, that's just what I really enjoy doing and you know we're going to be doing that quite a lot I think in yeah. this podcast. Oh
1: god, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm really excited to um cuz I I think what like especially with video games like mm you know, they're so layered, like, you know, that you have the gameplay aspect, the art mm. direction, um, mm. you know, music, things like that. But it, it's so, like, interesting to kind of stop and actually, like, reflect on the world that's being built. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I think it's easy to forget, like, with video game development that, like, you know, the, the like, to create a video game, you've got to be quite a creative person mm-hmm. just from the off- off- offset. Um, and, like... You know a lot of these things like these decisions that are made in the game like to create the world you know are thought through um mm. like you said some of them are almost like accidental or, or yeah not accidental like
0: subconscious not accidental but subconscious yeah maybe better word for it yeah
1: yeah and it's just like i don't know it's gonna be really fun to just like dive into a yes. game that you- like you might just look at it as like and we'll probably do some fun ones. I'm we'll sure. we'll do, do some fun we'll ones. We'll do the mushroom fun. kingdom at I mean, some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly.
0: Like, cause this is it. Like, I mean I'd, uh, the the risk of the risk of having these conversations is some people can mistake you for being very serious I let me tell you right now i'm not a serious i'm not being serious <laughs> yeah. if you know me i'm a very goofy person i yes i i'm being like i'm talking about serious things yeah you know, we're talking yeah. about police um brutality we talk about um structural unemployment these are all very serious issues but let me be honest we're, we're talking about a video game it's just for fun <laughs> yeah um, like if you're getting heated about something that we say i think it's time for a timeout like honestly like d- so you it, take account nap <laughs> take a cat nap enjoy some purring yeah um but no i think we're gonna have a lot of fun talking you know this is what we're gonna do we're gonna talk yeah. about a lot of um a, we're gonna you know and it, you know some games might lend themselves a bit more to it like this does you know yeah i think yeah. the cyberpunk genre is very easy for that um, oh definitely yeah yeah um, but you know it could be done with any game as you said maybe we'll do the mushroom kingdom who can say yeah i'm There's excited, to, say. I'm excited yeah. to get into the quirky ones like uh the quirky think... ones will be fun yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, i can't yeah. wait to talk about pokemon <laughs> Yeah, and, and Pokemon exactly. There's a new Pokemon game coming out at the end of the year. Oh, yes, and, there, there is. and there's many other games that have. Ex- it's a very long franchise. Can have <laughs> yeah. a lot to say. Um, and, Talk about know, the and,
1: regions that they're based on. And... Exactly,
0: and and Sam, you know, like I said many many times in this um, in this po- episode, and I think I was probably say forever when uh, for however long we record these. Um, <laughs> you you've known me for a very long time, and um, some of you as listeners might might know me beforehand, or might not know me, or might just be getting to know me. But one thing you will know is. I, you will learn is i am very very good at talking i'm very very bad at shutting up so um yeah there's a lot to say (laughs) there's a lot more episodes to come there's a lot more episodes to come yeah if you're hearing this sound that means you've made it to the end of the episode congratulations or commiserations it's up to you to decide we'd love to
1: hear your thoughts on today's subject so let us know on
0: twitter at dissident waves and we'll share it on our next episode If you'd like to see me playing some of these games before we have a chance to review them, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dissidentnave. And please check out my other podcast, The Teppid Take. Until next time, see ya!